happy, happy goddess temple. Whatever day you are watching this, if you, I'm Aviola, by the way, this is Goddess Temple Sunday. If you want to join me live, we are live Sundays, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook and Instagram at Aviola TV. If we're just meeting for the first time, welcome. I'm the founder of womanifesting.com and the Spiritpreneur Visibility Lab for coaches, healers, and creative gurus. Get started free at richgoddess.club, richgoddess.club. Hey, what's up, goddesses? Goddess Shanita is here. Goddess Rosie is here. The Amateur Sage is here. Goddess Elisa is here. Goddess Damali, Goddess Linda, the goddesses are gathering. I'm so excited because this is an important conversation that we all need to have. It is about healing our inner child and reparenting ourselves. Healing our inner child and reparenting ourselves, which is so very important, especially for us as a tribe. Hello, goddess only, Kay, because we are people with big mouths, big dreams, even if you don't have a big mouth, you have a big message, or even if you don't know your message yet, some way that you want to show up and you want to share your story with the world, whether you are a coach, a healer, an author, a speaker, um, a creative of any kind. And so it is important for us to heal that inner child, that child within us that experienced something that the child experienced as traumatic. Us looking back as an adult could see it as a little thing and not see it as traumatic, but the child experienced it as traumatic and then made a story about it that is affecting our lives today. So if we want to stop eight-year-old us or 10-year-old us from showing up you know, to our jobs, in our businesses, in our relationships, we've got to heal this. Who's down? Who's down for some inner child healing? Yay, Goddess Shanita is on Instagram too. She says she's watching on both channels. Can I share with you, Goddess Shanita? It makes me smile so much when you say that. It reminds me of um, someone who I dated. His dad was the most awesome man. He's deceased now. Um, unfortunately, he's transitioned. But he used to, whenever I was on TV doing whatever, he would go and watch. Um, he would tell me, he was like, young lady, I turned on all the TVs. I turn on the TV in the bedroom. I turn on TV in the kitchen. I turn on the TV in the living room. He's like, so you know you support it. And I just thought it was the most beautiful, amazing thing. So thank you, Goddess Shanita, for reminding me of Mr. Charles, who was amazing. Yes, yes, goddesses. So let's get into some gratitude. Yes, Goddess Rosie says, yes, she's down. Yes, Goddess K says, heal the baby. Yes, let's heal that beautiful inner child and inner baby within us that got the wrong message, that got the wrong message. The amateur say says, Iyamla, heal my eight-year-old. That's a different show. <laughs> All right, Goddesses, take the hand of the Goddess to the left of you. Ooh, hello, Goddess. So glad that you're here. Take the hand of the Goddess to the right of you. Ah, hello, my sister. Good morning to you. And take a beautiful deep breath. Let's take another deep breath and let's let it out with sound. And now let's tune in. 
to the highest power, the highest vibration in the universe, the universal feeling of love and appreciation and gratitude. And we begin with Mother, Father, God. Thank you so very much for bringing us together in this healing circle. Thank you so very much for choosing us for another day, another moment. Thank you so very much for reminding us that our mission is not yet complete. And if we opened our eyes today, in fact, we are just getting started. We are so very grateful and we intend to squeeze life out of this beautiful day, this beautiful moment, this beautiful eternity that you have gifted us with. Thank you for allowing us to have each other as a circle and reminding us that none of us is alone. I ask you to continue to guide us and keep us and guide and keep me and my family and my beautiful tribe of goddess sisters who are here and their families. Continue to keep us safe. Continue to allow us to know that we are safe. And as always, I ask you, where would you have me go? What would you have me do? What would you have me say and to whom? In your name we say, amen, Ashe, and so it is, 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 so it is. Yes, goddesses, yes. Woo, okay, so let us begin, let us begin. Goddess Norma says, happy Goddess Temple Sunday, sister goddesses, I love you all. Hello, beautiful Goddess Janice is here. We did some of this work together, Goddess Janice, in, in our castle in Paris. All right, so goddesses, we are talking about healing the inner child, and I especially wanted to have this conversation with you on behalf of the amazing goddesses, thank you for the hearts Instagram, on behalf of the amazing goddesses who are in the Spiritpreneur Visibility Lab. So if you create a program around being visible and being seen, you know, which is about like coming out of your skin and being able to bring your message, your mojo, your mission into the world in a big way, of course, for all of the goddesses who are courageous enough to sign up, and you can get started at richgoddess.club, richgoddess.club, it triggers all your stuff. <laughs> it brings all your issues out into the street and puts them right there. All of your fears, all of your supposed uh, presumed inadequacies, puts them right there in the street. <laughs> Not even the street, the street. <laughs> all of your issues. And so we want to heal those issues because most of those issues were created for us, you know, up until the time when we were about seven, eight years old, we are egocentric little beings, which means that we see the world through the lens of that we are the ones who are causing everything. Thank you for posting the link, Goddess Rosie. Yes, richgoddess.club, right? So when we, you know, if a parent abandons us or speaks, you know, in a way that we interpret as harmful to us, again, it doesn't matter what happened. What matters is our interpretation of what happened, okay? Let's just type that into the comments because we want to acknowledge our little selves for the decisions we made. It doesn't matter what happened. It doesn't matter when a parent says, you know, well, no, that didn't happen. Everything was okay. No, it wasn't. 
It doesn't matter what happened. All that matters is our interpretation of what happened. Type that into the comments. It doesn't matter what happened. All that matters is my interpretation of what happened. And so it was our little selves that made decisions for us that are still affecting us. So when I shared with you a couple of weeks ago that my next retreat a year from now will be at the Omega Institute in New York, and when I first emailed them, when I was first invited nine years ago, <laughs> nine years ago to create a retreat there, and emailed them, and the woman emailed me back and said, oh, well, we're booked for this season. I didn't read that as we we're booked for the season. I read that as, um, no, little black girl, we won't be needing you and whatever you got going, go on back home and continue jumping double dutch or whatever you do. That's what my brain read. Of course, not on a conscious level. If you would have asked me at the time, I'd have been like, no, uh, that's not what they felt. That's not what they, you know, but my brain was uh, acting from my eight-year-old. So we want to stop our eight-year-olds from making the decision from us, for us, lovingly, with love. Goddess Shanita says, wow, hearing that just made me aware of a way I'm afraid of being seen. Yes, yes, because being seen, if you are going to be scolded or if you're going to be told that you're less than or if a parent may up and disappear on you, is unsafe as a child. And so then you move through your life in a way to appease that beautiful child that made the best decisions that she could at the moment that she knew, you know, with what she knew at the time. Type that into the comments. I made the best decisions I could with what I knew at the time. Let's honor ourselves. I made the best decisions I could with what I knew at the time. Yes, yes, absolutely. I made the best decisions I could with what I knew at the time. So this is me in second or third grade. I don't know if I can get this clearly on camera. Yeah, so this is little seven or eight-year-old <laughs> Aviola, who was making the best decisions she could at the time. The best decisions. And so if you look at little seven, eight-year-olds, six-year-olds, five-year-olds in your life, and you think about how little you were when you were deciding whether the world was safe for you or not safe, whether you were worth loving or not worth loving. It's like, oh my goodness, I was a baby. I was a baby. And so we want to heal that child with love so that, you know, again, she's not barging into your meetings and saying, ooh, don't charge that. Don't charge, no, 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 nobody's gonna pay you that. Who's gonna pay you that? You're not worth that. No, they're all gonna find out. They're gonna find out you don't know what you're talking about, right? We have that little child inside of us that again, did the very best she could. Oh, thank you, Goddess Shanita. She says, oh, she's adorable. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And so even, it could be, like I said, things that we look back that are no big deal, but, and you know, we dismiss it. We dismiss ourselves and we say, Oh, that's no big deal. That wasn't a big deal, but it was a big deal. It was a huge deal. I remember, you know, being a kid, my father, and I'm sorry, daddy, if you're watching this, but it's true, was, is chronically late, is a late person, was late to everything, is late to everything. Um, and I remember the first day of third grade, third grade, walking into the classroom in a brand new school, being late 
late to third grade, first day of school. My father came in and he's a big personality. So he's making jokes with the teacher and stuff. Like, just shut up and go. I'm late already. This is embarrassing, right? <laughs> and so it, it was crazy because it affected not only my first day of school, but my second day of school. Because somehow I had missed the assignment that we received or the instructions for the assignment. And the second day of school in a whole new school in third grade, I now did the wrong assignment. I did the wrong assignment. And so we're going around the classroom and everybody's you know, giving the answer like, okay, here's the answer to number one, here's the answer to number two. And I'm like, oh my God, like I did a totally different assignment. Now as an adult, you just raise your hand and be like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't understand. I did the assignment on page 15 instead of page three. But as a little girl, you don't think that way. It's like, oh my God, I messed up. I'm a loser, right? Like, oh my goodness, I've embarrassed myself. So I was like, all right, solution oriented, right? Those of us who have parents who have dealt with any kind of, you know, parents with narcissism or parents with abandonment issues or whatever, we know how to cope. You know, or if you're oldest in your family, latchkey kids, all of that, you know how to cope. It's like, all right, I, I'm going to be good. I'm going to figure this out. Okay, one, two, three. Like, I'm counting it up. Like, okay, I just need to have the answer of the one that <laughs> whatever number of seat I'm in. So, you know, maybe I'm in seat seven or something like that because I'm Abiola Abrams. So I'm in, like, the front row. Yeah, walking in late, sitting in the front row. So... I count up the answer that I think is the perfect, like, okay, when they get to number seven or whatever, that's me, right? So, but right next to me, the teacher gets to Maisha, right? And Maisha, whatever her name was, I don't remember, probably Maisha, right? Gets to Maisha and is like, oh, the teacher, Miss Fader, I love Miss Fader, she was amazing. And is like, oh, that's too similar, actually. I just realized that's a reverse of the same problem in number two. Maisha, why don't you go on and give us the answer to number seven as well? What? Are you serious? Lady, I just figured out. <laughs> like, that's the one answer I have ready. So now it gets to me, and I have the wrong answer. And the teacher's like, well, what did you do? Well, and then she comes around to look at my paper, which has no answers on it. And she's like, did you do the assignment? And I'm like, showing her like, well, I did this other assignment. Like this other assignment is good. Like I have mad answers, y'all. Like I just don't have the answers you need. <laughs> but I have a lot of answers up in this piece. Like for real, for real, right? And so then what does this eight-year-old, you know, decide? Like, oh my goodness, I have to be perfect. I have to be perfect. Because if not, like, oh my goodness, I could be humiliated. I could be completely embarrassed in front of my class. I could shame my tribe and be unlovable. I could be not enough. I could be all of those things, right? So then when we fast forward many, many years later and someone says, hey, you know, thanks for your submission of, you know, retreat ideas, but we're booked for this season instead of replying sensibly. Oh, OK, well, what is your schedule for next season? What are the possibilities of booking next season or whatever? I was like, OK, well, clearly I was not good enough. 
clearly I was not good enough. Goddess K says, I just realized how grades one through five messed me all the way up. Yes, my sister. <laughs> High five on that. And so we want to validate. We want Goddess Shanita that runs out of the room screaming. She said, oh, stop. You're triggering my elementary memories. Yes. She said, OMG, Aviola, just pictured a little girl walking into a business meeting talking just like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so it's that perfection. Yes, Goddess Janice, that perfection that gets us every single time and in multi-layered ways, right? These beautiful babies within us made up stories that we are living out in multi-layered ways. And we've got to give ourselves permission to heal. Type that in the comments. I give myself permission to heal. Permission to heal. And it's got to be, you know, when it's like peeling an onion, you know, like when there's one part of it, the reason why we feel like, oh my God, like, how am I not healed yet? I've been doing all this stuff all this time. And it's because it's, it's multi-layered. And so we've got to love up on ourselves. I give myself permission to heal. I give myself permission to heal. I remember when, you know, I was in my 20s and somebody who I was dating, he was chronically late. Like, he would be late, like, all the time, like, massively late, which in my head is, like, 15 minutes because I am, of course, am always early <laughs> because, you know, of course, growing up with a father who's always late and you're late to third grade and don't have the homework and all that, I'm always early. And so it would then seem my always earliness combined with his lateness would cause these like massive chasms in, you know, scheduling. And so, you know, either he would get there and I'd be out, <laughs> right? Or he would get there and I would be hysterical and crying. And he would be like, well, what is wrong? Like I'm 15 minutes late. Like to him, it wasn't a big deal. And I was like, I just, I felt abandoned. And he's like, abandoned? Like we're in Manhattan in a restaurant in the West Village. Like, how are you abandoned? And it's because it wasn't my rational mind feeling abandoned. It was me as a kid that is sitting there waiting for her dad, you know, this child, this beautiful baby, right? Who, because we interpret at this age, we interpret that life is all about us. So this beautiful baby saying, something is wrong with me. When nothing was wrong with you to begin with, you are perfect and lovable. You are perfect with all of your imperfections. I am perfect with all of my imperfections. Type that into the comments. I am perfect in my imperfections. And if you are watching this on replay, please still type it into the comments. This is interactive. This is your very life that we're talking about. I am perfect in my imperfections. I am perfect in my imperfections. Rosie, love, yes, goddess says, I used to have a friend who's chronically late, therefore never scheduled anything with her. Yes, because late for her, yes, 45 minutes plus. Absolutely, I feel you on that. And now, you know, luckily, like socially, I honestly, I just assume everybody will be late and I plan for it. <laughs> and, you know, just assume everybody's going to be late. Um, but in business, like I still need you to, you know, respect my time, reclaiming my time. <laughs> Reclaiming my time because I've done it. I've been that third grader who had tried to get her homework situation together and couldn't get it together. So 
Yes, I give myself permission to heal, absolutely. And I am perfect in my imperfections. I am perfect in my imperfections. A lot of times we don't give ourselves permission to heal because deep down inside, we are terrified of betraying our parents, whether they were good, bad, indifferent, present, absent, you know, or our parental figures, whoever was there. Because again, that's a primal thing, right? You don't want to betray your tribe, however you interpret betraying your tribe. So if we're talking about visibility, going back to the goddesses in the Spiritpreneur Visibility Lab, if we're talking about visibility, daring to be seen, daring to speak your story, and you interpret that in your mind and your body as betrayal, like I have betrayed the tribe, then you just want to hide. You don't want to put your voice out there. You don't want to put your face out there. You don't want to put yourself in the world, your businesses, your artwork, your creations, or you will create them and they will never be complete. You will, or you will miss deadlines and offers because you are explain, you know, sabotaging yourself at every chance, right? But let's heal this beautiful child because she's not the one who's sabotaging us. It's the stories that she made up that are sabotaging us. She's not wrong or broken. It's the stories that are wrong or broken. Because think about it, if we could believe in at that age, you know, the, to the tooth fairy or Santa Claus, then it's not that far off that a late parent or an absent parent or a jerk of a parent could be acting that way because you think it's you, because you think that something is wrong with you, right? Or if you experienced a trauma, a traumatic situation, you know, a, an abuse at the hands of someone else, it makes sense that you would make it in your head that something was wrong with me. What did I say? What did I do? You did nothing. You did nothing wrong. Type that into the comments. I did nothing wrong. You did nothing wrong. You were perfect and you still are. Type that into the comments. I did nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. Absolutely. Goddess Marlene says, I've made peace with my parents and thank them for what they did. Yes, it was the best they know. Absolutely. They did the best that they know how. They did the very best with what they knew. And they were living out their inner child stuff. They were living out their stuff. And so you got all of these people, you know, they have their eight-year-old raising you. Think about that. They have their eight-year-old, their 10-year-old, their 12-year-old raising you. And now we could see that, you know, when we're at the ages that our parents were at whatever time, that you don't suddenly magically have any access to any more information because you're older. No, they did the best they could and you are doing the best you can. Type that into the comments. I am doing the very best I can. Let's, let's pat ourselves on the back right now. I am doing the very best I can and it is good enough. I am doing the very best I can and it is good enough. Yes, I'm doing the very best I can. Absolutely. And it is good enough. It is good enough. And so how do we heal? How do we heal that beautiful, beautiful child? And so one of the things that I advise you to do is get a picture of yourself um, at 
whatever is the youngest age that you have access to um, and put it somewhere where you can see it on a daily basis. And so this photo is in my kitchen on a shelf. And so every time that you walk by, you know, that childhood you, I want you to remind yourself, you know, like you could be like, hey, I love you. You're enough. I love you. You are enough. And remind yourself because it is years now, right? For some of us, decades that this little child has been beating themselves up. Hit the share button on that. Hit the share button, hit like, hit subscribe, click something. <laughs> click something to put that message into the world. Decades, decades that you have been beating up on yourself and you did nothing wrong. You're doing the very, very best that you can. Yes, Goddess Sandra, I'm doing the very best I can and it is good enough. Absolutely, absolutely. And while we love and we're gonna heal this beautiful, beautiful child, we then want to, you know, reparent so that then you're able to show up in your full adult self to those business meetings and those relationship situations. And it's not the child who now feels the need to show up and take care of you. You can take care of them. Okay, so number one, we said give yourself permission to heal. Number two, be aware of your triggers. We all have different triggers. You know, it can be, you know, maybe when you walk into the living room and you see somebody's jacket on the couch, it like drives you crazy because it reminds you of something or trigger. You know, everybody's got different things that we interpret to mean something that no one, somebody can't have an idea. You know, the person I was talking about in my 20s that I was dating could have no idea that I would feel abandoned, although he shouldn't have been late, 15 minutes, I'm sorry, that's unapologetic, show up early. If you make a date with somebody, I'm sorry, you need to be there. Excuse me, side note. <laughs> but he had no idea that I grew up with a parent that was often late if they showed up at all. And so he's just showing up his own late self, right? And maybe I was dating him for those reasons why he reflected to me, you know, the negativity in a certain parent that I saw growing up, right? And so he's not aware of my triggers. I need to be aware of my triggers. So number two, know what your triggers are. Know your triggers, whatever they are so that you can just start to be aware of them. Like, okay, <laughs> this generally would freak me out. Them putting you know, their boots or whatever here or whatever the situation is would freak me out. Or if it's a trigger like a deadline, you know, like, okay, this deadline is looming and you're like, okay, I know that for me, that is a chance to self-sabotage. How can I do something different? Be aware of all of your triggers. Number three, write a letter to yourself. Write a letter, not to, to this self, to this self. Write a letter to this self. And if it was a traumatic event and people experience traumas differently, you know, it can be something, again, don't downplay it with your adult mind. If you experienced it as a trauma, as a child, it is a trauma in your body. So write a letter to yourself before whatever happened it can be a letter that is during whatever happened and a letter that is after whatever happened. And it, or it could be all three. 
write a letter to childhood you. Number three, write a letter. Write a letter and tell her what you need her to know. So I did this assignment this morning in my journal and I wrote, dear beautiful baby, you are so wonderful. You are beautiful, you are kind, you are smart, you are worth loving. You are enough and you are perfect. Please forgive me for ever making you feel like any less. My apologies for buying into any stories or beliefs that you are anything less than your smart, beautiful, fun, perfect, and caring self. You are enough. You are enough. Let's declare that. I am enough. Type that in the comments. I am enough. Yes. I am enough. Goddess Angelina, I am enough. Excellent. Yes. Thank you, Goddess Rosie. Number four, let adult you now go and love up on and take care of this beautiful child that you were. If you don't have photos, because a lot of people, you know, for whatever situation may not have photos of themselves at that age, get whatever's the youngest photo that you have access to. Okay, it's okay. Let adult you love you and accept you. Love you and accept you. Okay, that's number four. Let adult you love and accept childhood you. All right? So when you pass this photo where you're going to put it wherever in your home, you know, or in, you know, a wallet, a notebook somewhere, you're going to say to her all the time, not only do I love you, but I accept you. I love and accept you. I love and accept myself. Type that in the comments. I love and accept myself. So number four, let adult you, I know I said it a couple of different ways, but accept you and save you, okay? Let adult you accept you, love you and accept you, all right? Number five, ask your inner child what they need to heal. You know, what do they need in order to heal? What does she need? What does she need in order to heal? Yes, Goddess Elisa, she said, validate that baby. Yes, yes, so what do you need? What do you need? And I just heard the words, show up for me. Oh, whoa, that is big, show up for me. So if, if you have a fear of, you know, if this child, right, and, and whichever child for you, is afraid that, oh, people maybe didn't show up for me. And, they, and you're asking this child, what do you need now? And they say, show up for me. What does that mean? Does that mean keeping up with your deadlines? Does that mean keeping your word to yourself? When you say, I'm going to do this, that you do it. Does that mean nurturing and taking good self-care of yourself? Show up for me show up for me. Type that in the comments. I show up for me. I show up for myself. Yes. Show up for me. I heard those words very clearly. And number six, very important. Get help. Get support. Get support. Do the work. You know, if it is, you know, just journaling, let it be journaling. But if you have deeper wounds of trauma, get a, an excellent therapist who can witness you can be there with you in the space and be there in your, you know, and help you to be able to move past it. Um, visualization is very powerful. EFT tapping. Um, if you don't know what that is, just go to my YouTube and just type in EFT or type in Abiola and EFT and it'll come up. 
Show up for yourself by getting help, by getting help. Something that I have found to be very, very helpful, and I've shared with you that it's um, something that I'm working on adding to my bag of magic because it has been transformational for me is hypnotherapy. You know, hypnotherapy, going back and just seeing what these stories are that I told myself and where they started. And that is a part of showing up for yourself. I show up for me. Yes, yes. Thank you, Goddess Rosie. I appreciate you for taking notes for us today. Yes, I show up for me. That is our mantra for this week, okay? So at every turn that you feel yourself running from yourself or abandoning you because that's what you were taught to do, remind yourself, I show up for me. I make self-loving choices for me. I show up for me. Affirm it. I show up for me. Yes, I show up for myself. I show up for me. This is going to be an amazing week because look at all of these um, incredible women showing up for themselves. I show up for me. Yes. Somebody talks to you crooked, remind yourself and maybe them, um, I show up for me. Deuces. <laughs> I show up for me. I show up for me. Actually, let's make that an assignment. When you put your picture wherever, your childhood picture, and I want to see the pictures. Take a picture of the picture somewhere and post it and send it to me, all right? I wanna see your picture. I want you to stand and remind that beautiful baby, I show up for me. I show up for you. I have your back, I love you. You are perfect and you are enough. You are enough. You are enough. Yes, goddesses, yes, I show up for me. I am so excited about this next season of life for all of us and the goddesses who are in the Spiritpreneur Visibility Lab. And it's time for you to show up for you. So let's get this party started, okay? And if you want to join us, get started free at richgoddess.club. Yay! <laughs> Have a beautiful, beautiful day and a beautiful week. Well, I'll see you during the week, but a beautiful day. Bye.